Welcome to the Maximize Your Potential podcast, where we demonstrate that you have unlimited potential, and when you maximize it every day, you will lead a life of happiness and fulfillment. Today, I introduce you to Dr. Ashley Robel. Ashley has an inspiring story that is so good that I've decided to split it into two episodes. Enjoy the first part today and make sure to tune into the second part later this week. Okay, so hello everybody and welcome to the latest episode of Maximize Your Potential with myself, Chris Baker. And today I am delighted to introduce you to Dr. Ashley Robel. Ashley is a chiropractor and she has been for a little over seven years now. She's also competed in many sports, including CrossFit, bodybuilding, powerlifting, marathons, basketball, and she played soccer from 10 years old all the way through high school. She has an interest in lifting weights since she started lifting in high school. And competing has really been her foundation of living because, as she describes, you, you don't compete in sports, you also compete in business. At 32 years old, Ashley is now working on building our own empire of financial freedom and success. Her goal in life is to inspire others to push their minds beyond their limits and to pursue their dreams without fear. She also wants to inspire others to understand their worth because without that, people will walk all over you and you will be lost not knowing who you are because you're defined by what people think you are. So, Ashley... Thank you for joining me. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. That was an awesome introduction. I love it. <laughs> well, it's your story. <laughs> it's your yes. story. I just tell it. But it, it's, it's fascinating. And that, again, is why, you know, why I wanted to, to bring you on the show. Because, uh, you know, as we were, were chatting earlier, a lot of people judge people on, on physical things, whether it's pictures, um, you know appearances and so on but there's far more to it and you've got such a depth and such an inspiration to you that I wanted to share that with uh, with the the listeners so tell us about your your story Ashley okay um man so I guess I'll just start with how I was raised because that has a huge that had a huge impact of a lot of the a lot of the choices that I made um growing up and why I'm so compassionate about other people and just wanting people to feel good. So growing up, um, I love my parents to death and they're still together to this day. They work through a lot. Um, but my parents were very toxic to each other growing up. Um, my parents had me when they were 19 years old. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, you know, my dad was in college playing football um, my mom was in college and they found out they were pregnant with me and they're, you know, figuring out whether or not to obviously move forward with, with that whole thing as, you know, becoming a family or pursuing, um, you know, their dreams and what they wanted. So they obviously decided to have me because here I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but you know, with that, I mean, my parents have known each other since they were in kindergarten um, and they've been together on and off, you know, through high school and everything. But when you're 19, you don't really know yourself. And then you throw in a baby and you try to figure out who you are while, you know, struggling financially and having all that extra stress. 
on top of trying to raise a baby is just not a good equation mm-hmm. um, for a very loving relationship and a very nurturing and emotional um, scenario to have a baby come into the world. So my dad was abusive to my mother, not just verbally and emotionally, but physically also. Um, so I absorbed a lot of that energy, even like when I was, you know, in the womb. So I'm not sure if people listening or you personally, um, know much about energy and absorbing energy that comes, you know, through people and you, um, but I'm very empathetic. I can feel a lot of emotion at one time. Um, and I truly believe that's because of the situation that I was in growing up. I'm just very sensitive to people's energy, you know, but like, if you go up to a person, you can sense their energy, right? Like you can sense if they're more positive or if they're really negative or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of energy that you absorb. So right from conception, um, all the way through, you know, age like 13, um, you witness these things happening around you and you don't really understand, but at the same time, that's your normal, you know? Mm -hmm. So you think a lot of other people's relationships are like that, or you think that love is yelling and screaming and not knowing how to communicate properly and the list goes on. So when I started seeing this behavior, it's a learned behavior from a really like a young age, you know? So, um, also accepting, accepting that kind of behavior and, you know, um, I think my parents split up a few times, you know, but like they got back together because of the, me and my brother, they ended up having my brother seven years later. Um, but at the same time, it's a very toxic relationship nonetheless, because it's really hard to forgive um, going through a lot of that, you know, like that's just ingrained in your mind, you know, on my, from my mom's standpoint and my dad's standpoint. So there was a lot of animosity, even though if they tried to forgive each other, there was just always animosity. And it wasn't from my perspective, what love should be like. Mm -hmm. So, um, growing up, I was just really confused about a lot. I was confused about what love really was, if, you know, that is love or, you know, so I became very compassionate. Like I just always wanted to help other people feel good, you know, because like being younger, I wanted to make my mother feel really good. You know, like I wanted to, you know, just make everyone happier. So my mind growing up, I just became that. I just wanted to become a servant to other people to make them feel better because it made me feel good. But I didn't really understand that until like six years ago. So um, I just saw my mom be this person who's very nurturing and no matter what, she will stay by your side kind of person, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, sure. She like put her foot down and they were separated a few times, but um that didn't really heal anything because even through high school, you know, my dad was just a very emotional, short circuit, angry kind of person. So it was like tiptoeing on eggshells, not even just with my mom, but like, you know, with me and my brother, you know, like, well, don't do that. Cause you don't, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to piss dad off. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, it just became this weird dynamic. Like at age 12, I like begged my family to go to therapy and counseling because my parents pushed a lot of their fears onto me because at the age of 19, they had to have security. They couldn't really risk entrepreneurship or, you know, risk moving somewhere and starting anew. They had to raise a baby. So that became their mentality. Whereas me, first of all, I'm a Gemini. So I'm a huge free spirit. I love trying new things. I don't care if I have 15 jobs under my belt. Like I just want to be happy. You know, I want to experience life. I want to explore the world because I, I always knew that there was something else out there more than what I grew up with and what I saw. Like I knew that there was more than getting married and raising kids. Like I believe in me, that should be something that people should do later on in life. And you really should find out who you are because if you don't, your limitations, if you don't fully grasp the concept of who you are and what the world has to offer you, you put those limitations on your, um, on your offspring. Mm -hmm. So you're just continuing that generational cycle of fear and you have to do this to be successful and you should do this to be successful type of mentality where I believe everyone's success is defined by something different. So maybe someone's success is having a family at 25. That's totally okay. I'm not saying it's wrong, but what I'm saying is you should definitely explore all of who you are and get what you want out of your system, whether that's, you know, traveling the world or doing this and that, because once you do have kids, you know, your world kind of stops and you have to make more sacrifices. Um, So what was happening, you know, like my dad was in football in college and my mom was going to college. So their dreams kind of stopped. So the animosity, a lot of that came from, having to raise a child and they didn't really support me doing more entrepreneurial things because they wanted me all all they ever said was you need a health insurance you need a stable job you need you know it was more of like stability and that's just parents genuinely loving you and wanting the best for you and they want you to be safe Especially because um, when I went to chiropractic school, I didn't live at home anymore. They were in Wisconsin, and I'll get to that in a second, Um, but I was in St. Louis, so they were just very all about me wanting job security. So all through high school um, growing up, I just knew I wanted to serve people somehow. I didn't know exactly what it was, Um, so after... I realized I wanted to serve people. Um, I just started thinking about, you know, well, what, what's the best way I could do that? So I got into athletic training and it fit me really good because I did sports all the way from, like you said, in the introduction, I've been playing soccer since I was like six years old. I've been playing basketball since I was 10. Um, I did that all through high school and then I ran cross country in high school And then um, I just continued that competition mindset 
And I felt like I did a lot of that just to get away from home too. Like I started becoming really good. I started becoming really good at everything. Like I tried to really put my mind into something and focus because I, it, ga- it got me away from that negativity, you know? Um, if I had practiced, I, you know, I'd be like, oh, I'm not coming home. I'm coming home late. I practice like anything that gave me an excuse to stay away from that negativity. Like that I was done. I was there, mm-hmm. whether it was hanging out with friends or whatever it was, I just wanted to explore all avenues of what I could within my limits. Because when you're 16 years old, you can't just say, I'm going to drive this car and I'm going to go and see you later. <laughs> You know, <laughs> even though I've, I've tried running away, I'm not going to lie. I've tried running away really? from home many times. Like my parents and I had a pretty crazy relationship in high school because I'm not one to, I don't like being controlled. I've seen my dad being a controlled person and that comes from security too. So when people try to control or control others or things around them, it's a fear of the unknown and it's you feel insecure or not secure about what's going on. So people control things to feel more secure about themselves. Yes. So I hated control. Like I understood curfew, but I don't like being told no or that I can't do something because it limits my growth, you know? So Turning 18 was a blessing because I moved out immediately and I went to college (laughs) and, um, it was amazing. You know, I just, I, I didn't make the best decisions ever, but I mean, at the same time, um, those decisions led me where I am today and I wouldn't be who I am without that. Um, but I, I started in athletic training in college after high school, um, And I didn't really like it. I started really talking to the athletic trainers in college and I was like, are you happy with your job? Because you don't look happy. Like I asked a lot of questions because I want to be happy in life. Like I grew up around a very negative environment. I am just a happy go lucky person. And if I don't love what I do, it's, and not just saying for me, but for anybody, if you don't love what you do to your core, you're not going to be successful in it because anything else is going to stimulate you to try something different. So, um, being successful means you have to have passion and love for what you do. So, Mm-hmm. I asked everybody and all of them, like literally 90% of them didn't like their job. They didn't like the hours and the pay. They said they didn't get paid very well. And I was like, well, F this, like I'm out. So then I went to my <laughs> counselor and I talked to my parents, believe it or not. And, um, even though, you know, my parents and I are only 19 years apart, they did really well at like helping guide my decisions because obviously is you know, they had more life experience than I did. Right. Even though they didn't have a lot of like job experience, but like they talked me through things and they knew what kind of person I was like, they knew I loved helping people and I love nutrition. So my dad used to go to a chiropractor a lot. And, um, he was like, so what do you think about chiropractic? And I was like, man, I'd love to be a doctor. Like I, I really think that I could do that. And if I really focus, I think I could do that. And, um, So I switched in college from athletic training to uh, like pre-chiropractic and I started taking all the prerequisites for that. And um, I went from Wisconsin, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee to St. Louis when I was 22 years old. I'm 32 now. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
when I was 22, I moved from Wisconsin to St. Louis and I was so excited. Like I was like, cause even though I was in Milwaukee, it was only an hour away from home. And my parents used to be so opinionated until I finally put my foot down because people don't realize how toxic some parents can be or not just parents, but like family members in general. Yeah. Yeah. because they push their fears onto you too, you know? So like my parents hated the fact I was moving out of state. They were like, why do you got to move out of state? What I wanted to say <laughs> was the farther away from you I can get, the more growth I can have. But I couldn't say that because I didn't want to like hurt their feelings, you know? But I just told them I want to experience life. And I, the way I grew up, like I just, I want to experience everything that I can. So, um, they eventually got over that, but they thought I was coming back home. That's the thing. I mean, whenever we had this conversation, I would just stop the conversation because I knew I was never moving back to Wisconsin, but they thought I was. Yeah. So fast forward uh, four years in chiropractic school, um, graduation day happens. You know, my grandparents come down and we're all at dinner, like this graduation dinner. And uh, my parents are like, yeah, we can't have, we can't wait until you move back and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, can you pass the mashed potatoes? <laughs> I, like, I don't want to have this conversation right now. <laughs> oh, it was funny. But um, yeah, after that dinner day, um, I just broke it to my parents and I was like, you know, I'm going to stay in St. Louis. I've built a lot of networks here. I don't think I'm going to stay in St. Louis forever, but I know I'm definitely not meant for Wisconsin because where I grew up, it was like country. And I love the country. Don't get me wrong. I love country music. I loved how I grew up and it was a very remote area. It's great for raising children, but my brain needs stimulation. Like I need stimulation in my life. Um, just for growth in general and entertainment, like I'm a Gemini. So it takes a lot for me to like, you know, I just, I can't sit still for longer than like five minutes. Like I, I have to be reading or learning, or if I am relaxing and meditating, you know, I'm always like doing something to like keep moving forward, you know? So um, going back home is actually relaxing for me because it's it, it's so slow moving up there I think I went I grew up in a town with like 10,000 people and you know we grew up where it was like bonfires and beer bongs and um you know it was like the tractors were in the barn and we're just having a country party you know it wasn't um I wasn't like the girly girl I was a very much a tomboy and um I just, you know, I'm just a very like different person mentally, but I have a good mix of, mm-hmm. of both like the city me and the country me. Um, I think growing up country definitely gave me my like edge of like being strong and, um, you know, like not everything was always at your hands reach. So you had to work hard, you know, for what you had in life, yeah. um, coming from a small town um, versus like growing up in a big city in Florida, it's a lot easier. I feel like, um, to make a little bit more money as far as like entrepreneurial wise, there's a lot more at your hands versus like in the country. So, um, so yeah, so I just, I just started getting a lot of, um, experience with, with chiropractic and finding out my, 
like who I am and what still motivates me to move forward because um, even though like you become a doctor, like what I was struggling with was a lot of um, self-worth and confidence because going back to how I grew up, my I felt like a lot of that my lack of self-worth just came from like how my mom viewed herself with a lot of things. Um, you know, like when, when you're in an abusive relationship and you don't leave 100% for the reasons that you should, um, it teaches the people that are watching, you know, like you don't really have a lot of worth enough for you to leave. Like, you know, no one deserves to be treated any other way besides unconditional love and respect. But that comes from finding unconditional love for yourself and and your own self-worth and not being codependent on other people, you know? So just having a good support group outside of that, um, you can survive this world just having people that genuinely care about you in times of need like that too. So um, even though I graduated and became a doctor, I was definitely still struggling with like my self-confidence and um, my choice in men and dating was awful. It was so (laughs) bad. Like I would, you know, I would like find these guys that need so much fixing. (laughs) (laughs) Like I would just give all of myself and like not even focus on me at all, you know, like, um, It was bad. Like, for instance, um, I mean, a lot of my relationships were just based solely off of, like, I wanted them to make me happy. And when I they didn't make me happy, I was, like, depressed and sad, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, sure, I was a chiropractor, but, like, I was dealing with so much mental baggage. I didn't realize how much I really had to heal within myself before I could start becoming successful in, you know, in my career, because when you graduate as a chiropractor, let me tell you, you are not very successful, like financial wise, like as a doctor and people look at you like you're a doctor, they might think you're successful, but I'm literally telling you right now, when I graduated, my first job was an associate. I was 25 years old. I graduated chiropractic school when I was 25. I just turned 26. Mm-hmm. Like a month into my new job, I was making so he was paying me uh eleven hundred dollars a month, and then whatever I brought in on my own, we split fifty percent wow. so <laughs> you're not making you're not I wasn't making that much money coming yeah. right out of chiropractic school, and I had like over two hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt. So I got my first loan bill and I literally wanted to die. I was like, how the heck am I going to be able to live? Like whose idea was this for me to become a doctor? Like I want to go back. (laughs) So like, you know, and a lot of, a lot of the things I wanted to do in life, I wanted to make my parents proud because Mm -hmm. I felt like I took their dream away. You know, like they chose me to give me life and I 
pretty much stopped like whatever they wanted to do in life. So Mm -hmm. I didn't realize this either. I mean, I had a lot of therapy the last like eight years or so. So just reflecting back on that really made me realize the decisions that I made a lot were to just make my parents happy because I knew that they sacrificed a lot for me, even though they had a shitty relationship growing up, what people's relationships growing up back then were 100% lovey-dovey, probably no one's. So you, you also can't sit there and point your finger and blame people because you're always responsible for your own life. Like your parents aren't responsible for healing you. Your grandparents aren't responsible for healing you. Whatever you go through in life is your responsibility to heal that Mm -hmm. 100%. Because if you're going to be living life, pointing fingers at everybody else, you are going to go absolutely nowhere. So I started seeking a therapy because I'm like, I'm repeating this awful pattern of dating these douchebags that treat me like shit, you know? (laughs) And, and when I went to therapy, the first thing the therapist asked me was, how was your childhood? And I'm like, I don't understand the question. Like I'm talking about why I'm choosing these guys, you know, Mm -hmm. she was like, well, that's why I'm asking. She was like, how was your dad growing up? And then I immediately started bawling because I made that, connection like right away I was like holy shit I was like so you're saying because of what I saw growing up that's what I think love is and she was like yes absolutely but I got it right away like I'm a very quick learner so therapy was awesome for me because I learned so much about myself and I love learning in general um so going to therapy first of all takes a lot of vulnerability because no one wants to face their own emotions and their feelings and no one wants to tell you like I just spent all yesterday crying eating donuts because I feel so sorry for myself (laughs) (laughs) you know like you don't everyone wants to like be viewed as strong and like resilient and um it's just not how life is like no one goes through life 100% this happy-go-lucky person but pain is our teacher so you can either take pain and learn from it, or you can take pain and you can go in a downward spiral and just continue to keep all that pain inside and prevent yourself from being who you're supposed to be. Or you can take the pain and heal from it and then teach others how you overcame it mm-hmm. and, um, and help other people and be an inspiration for other people because not everyone does want to go to a therapist, but at the same time, you have to understand there's boundaries. You are not responsible for other people's healing, but you can inspire others to help push them in the right direction. So you, I also learned, so once I started learning all this, I wanted to help everybody. So like, then I started talking to everybody about like their problems and, you know, because like I'm a giver and I want to make people feel good. So then I'm a very extreme mind, if you can't tell. So I go from, you know, like trying to help others with chiropractic and now I want to help everyone's mentality. But then I started getting burnt out on that because then you absorb all of that negative energy and that's not my responsibility, you know? So I had to find boundaries in that because people started, you know, talking to me about so much and I was just like, man, I don't have the answer for that. Like, 
why don't you just go to a therapist like I did, you know? And I'm just like trying to inspire you to understand that you can heal your pain and you don't have to just, you know, harbor it. So um, I started talking less about, <laughs> about that to people unless people were open about it. We're going to take a pause in this episode now so you can digest what Ashley is saying. It's interesting. Ashley is a millennial. She's 32 years old. So listen to the way she pours out her heart tells her story and I don't want to interrupt because it's great information and it's a good lesson to the older of us to understand how to connect with the millennial generation which after all is something that is is leveled as a, a challenge in today's society well I hope you enjoyed this episode be tuned be sure to tune into the next one um, so you can hear the rest of Ashley's story and we will catch up then bye for now